What's up, everybody? Welcome back to 8020. My name's Lily. I'm your host. Happy Thursday, or whatever day you're listening to this. Um, it's probably going to go up on Thursday afternoon. I've had so much going on. Uh, I mean, obviously, everybody has so much going on, whatever. You guys are probably like, okay, Lily, cool. We all have stuff going on. It's currently week one of my Good Things Coming Threes group coaching program. And I've just been so consumed in the best way possible with this group. And I love it. And I love interacting with the gals. I love doing the lives. I love doing all the stuff. And then I also have my one-on-one clients that I've been, um, of course, keeping up with this week. And I started classes last week, which is crazy. So there's just like a lot on my plate right now. So this is going to go up on Thursday afternoon, I believe. And I hope that that's okay with you guys. I'm thinking about changing the upload day again to, to Friday only because I feel like that's more flexible for me, but whatever. Just expect an episode like once a week. And once I get into the groove, I know that it's going to be better and obviously be like more consistent and whatnot. But I'm just like, I am the only one doing this. I'm the only one recording, editing. I edit all my own YouTube videos. I do all the back-end stuff for my health coaching business. I'm the only me I have. <laughs> so um, I hope that you guys understand that there's a lot on my plate right now. I've been thinking about maybe getting an assistant, but I'm not sure what that would be like for me. Like, I feel like it has to be a person that I already know and that I trust because I am so particular with all of my things and I want it to be someone who knows exactly I don't know like essentially I just need to clone myself and make her be my assistant but I digress I really just need someone who can do like the back end stuff so if anybody has like any experience with a virtual assistant or anything like that or even if you want to like email me your resume if you think that you might be good at being my assistant I wouldn't mind that um my email is just lily at lilyrico.com if you happen to want to maybe be like my virtual assistant that's kind of what's on my mind right now there's a lot on my plate and I'm finally sitting down to record. I have a nice little cup of coffee. It's about 8.30 in the morning. And we're going to talk about comparison today. Comparison to other people online. Comparison to old versions of ourselves. Maybe people in our lives. Or even just like the person who we think that we want to be. I think that there are so many outside sources constantly telling us what we should be, what we should do, how we should think, what we should wear. And of course, we're going to compare ourselves to the things around us because that's just kind of like what we do. But that can very, very, very quickly take a toll on your mental health, your physical health. It can even lead to like burnout. It can lead to just like making you feel like you're essentially not enough because you've constantly just been judging yourself up against all these other people that like it's not a competition okay like life is not a competition we're all on our own little perfect path path I say that all the time but we just can't help it I mean seriously I find myself down this hole of comparison so much I have learned a couple little tricks that I just kind of keep in my back pocket that I like to kind of 
pull out essentially when I feel like I'm going down this hole of comparison and I don't know what else to do. So I thought that I would give you guys kind of like some tips, some tricks of what to do when you find yourself comparing yourself, your choices, the things that you do to the other people around you. It's very easy for me to sit here and be like, just don't do it. But it's all around us. I think that social media has only exacerbated the issue. And now the only choice that we have is to get offline in order to protect ourselves from these outside sources telling us what we should do, what we should be, what we should, what we should think and what we should wear and how we should do our hair. Like how about the thing on TikTok that like now made it over to Instagram reels because I love watching Instagram reels. I typically have like recipes come up for me. I have like smoothie recipes are a big one, like quick little like five minute recipes um, and like fashion tips, which is weird because I don't follow like a lot of fashion Instagrammers. I follow like a lot of like food and like health and wellness Instagrammers, but but I get like the fashion stuff too. And the thing about like people not being able to wear skinny jeans or something and I'm like, wear whatever you want. Who the hell cares? If you like skinny jeans, wear skinny jeans. You don't have to make a reel about it. And then the people telling other people not to wear skinny jeans also don't have to make a reel about it or a TikTok or whatever. Like just wear whatever you want. It doesn't have to be that complicated. Like nothing pisses me off more than other people telling you what to do or what to wear or what to think. Just live your own life. Like stay in your own lane. Worry about yourself. So that's what I say to that. But even just scrolling through Instagram and seeing someone who is wearing a top that you also have in your closet and you both have the same top but maybe she's wearing it better than you and like in your head you're like wow I'm never gonna wear this top again because she looks so good in this top and I can never look that good like even just little things like that and it might even be subconscious and maybe you just never again reach for that top in your closet so those are just a few examples of what social media can do to our minds until we become conscious about it once you start to tune into how much social media is actually affecting you then you can do something about it. So I hope that for someone listening, maybe, you know, you're struggling with confidence, you're struggling with self-love, self-respect. I would recommend that you just turn your freaking phone off, even if it's just for like a day. And go do something with people who you love, people who make you feel good. Maybe go play like top golf or something or like, go um, on a shopping trip and like find a bomb ass outfit or maybe even just like go out and be in nature for the day and just like leave your phone behind and then come back and I'm not saying like turn on your phone right away but when you do turn your phone on unfollow the people that made you feel like shit like why are you following people that do not have a good influence on you or block people. Like if people come up on my like Instagram reels like I was just talking about and I don't like what they have to say, I just block them. And then I never have to see their content again. My blocked list is so long. So long. Or you can mute them too. If you don't, um, if you feel like you can't block them, maybe they're like a person that you know in real life, just mute them. They'll, they'll never know. You never have to see their content again. Unless you specifically go and like look for their content. The other thing too is if you find yourself like checking up on people or like subconsciously looking into what they're doing or if you find yourself like 
going to their profile just because you're like quote bored and like you just want to like see what they're up to but really you're just comparing yourself to what they're up to that day or like looking at their Instagram stories just like because you're bored and like you want to see what they're doing block them because then Instagram won't even give you the option to look at their story so even if you're not blocking them so like they can't see your stuff you're blocking them so you can't see their stuff does that kind of make sense like you don't need to be checking up on people who you don't necessarily vibe with anymore or people who maybe you're even like jealous of like I've done that I've blocked people or unfollowed people that I'm like okay I catch myself wishing I was in their shoes or catch myself comparing myself to them and just block them just get rid of them entirely (laughs) it's not it doesn't have to be hard and it doesn't have to be drama too that's the other thing like just block them and just like let it go another thing that's really important as well is to unfollow people in real life this one can get a little bit messy sometimes but if there are people in your life who you're spending time with who don't make you feel good who don't lift you up who are not supportive of your decisions or what you want to do in life it's okay to kind of step back and spend some time reevaluating that relationship and spend some time thinking about if this is a person that is going to be in your life for the long term and keep in mind that you can only control certain things in your life. You can't control other people's thoughts of you. You can't control situations. We obviously can't control what's going on in the world right now. There's so many things that are completely out of our control. And once you understand that you can only control probably like four or five things in your life and everything else is just up to the universe or god or whatever that's when life gets a lot better so we talked about like comparing ourselves to social media comparing ourselves to the people around us which by the way remember that like you're your own person you don't have to be like a copy paste of your best friend you don't have to be a copy paste of your sister you don't have to be a copy paste of the mean girl in high school who she was mean but like you also like wanted to be here like you don't have to to want to be any of those people like you can just be yourself because everybody else is already taken and I know that sounds so cliche but it's true but I think for most of us it's not necessarily comparing ourselves to other people but comparing ourselves to an old version of us or maybe even like a future version of us if you guys have listened to the podcast before or maybe if you are involved in Lily Rico health coaching Um, or even if just like you're a friend of mine, you know that I always talk about the best version of ourselves. What would she be doing today? What would she eat today to make her feel good? How would she move today? Who would she talk to today? What would she do to further her schooling, her business, whatever it might be in your own life? Like what would the best version of you do today? And essentially like manifesting the best version of yourself is so cool and I think that it definitely can be done but it's when we start comparing ourselves to maybe what we've done in the past and where we think we should be in the future that's where it gets a little messy but a lot of time is spent thinking about maybe like the person that we used to be or the person that we want to be and while you know reflecting on the past is definitely a good thing we can't compare ourselves to past versions of ourselves you know you think about like oh, when I was in high school, I could do this. And okay, perfect example. I was a swimmer in high school and we trained for like two or three hours every day. My sophomore year, 
maybe it was my junior year. My junior and sophomore years were definitely like my peak. Um, and I swam the 500, which is a 500 yard or 500 meter swim, 20 laps up and down the pool. I don't know. I mean, I wasn't the best. I was never like the fastest, but like my sophomore and my junior year, I was relatively good. And then the new class came in under, underneath of me and another girl was better than me. Of course, you know, there's always someone, what's that saying? It's like, there's always someone younger than you, better than you, faster than you, smarter than you, whatever. And that's totally true. I mean, there's so many people who are better than me, faster than me, stronger than me, whatever. But there was so much time that I wasted wishing that I could be as fast as I once was or could have trained like I once did. I spent all this time wondering why I couldn't do the things that I used to be able to do rather than adapting and overcoming and maybe just shifting, maybe finding a different way to train, maybe finding a different event that I was good at. You know, I just wasted all this time wishing that I could have been better like I used to be. Staples is forever sending me weird emails about whatever discounts they have. I really need to unsubscribe. That totally made me lose my train of thought. My computer sounds like it's about to take off right now just take off and fly away um i'm due for a new computer here pretty soon but like knock on wood because that's i mean macbooks are quite an investment and this should last me way longer than the time that it's given me um but i sent it into apple like back in october i think and ever since it came back it's not been right like they really messed with it and i know that they probably did something to it to make me have to like get a new one sooner than i would have but whatever regardless you waste time when you think about what you could have been or what you used to be like those days are gone it's in the past like let's just think about right now what can you do today to benefit yourself today to benefit the you tomorrow and then tomorrow you were about the next day and then what can you do the next day to benefit yourself the day after that and just take it day by day because you don't have to do it all and you don't have to keep wishing that you could go back in time and be like the person that you were like four or five years ago so a little exercise that i do with my clients that has been really helpful um, is writing down the old you what did she do what did you like about her what was so great about her that you miss that you miss it so badly that you just can't stop thinking about her. Are those things good things? Are they bad things? Maybe the old you had a friend that the today version of you, you guys don't keep up anymore. So what would happen if you reached out to that friend? Would it go over well? Would it not go over well? Just little things to think about. And then, you know, if you are writing this down and you're like, okay, you know, the old version of me was friends with this person and, you know, we got along really well and then we had a big falling out and that's why I'm not friends with her anymore. Okay, maybe think about, can you forgive and forget or was it just that bad? Would you ever reach out to her again or maybe not really? If the answer is yes, then what are you waiting for? If the answer is no, you would not reach out to her, then move on with your life. Same thing goes for like ex-boyfriends, ex-girlfriends, whatever. So I thought that it would be fun to kind of add in a segment to the podcast, maybe like once a month or so. Um, and so we're going to start adding in like Ask Lily, kind of like a little advice column essentially to the end of a podcast episode, maybe just like the last episode of the month or something. So I put up on my Instagram story and 
asked you guys to ask me questions. I put up like the little question sticker thing and you guys asked a ton of really good questions. Some of, well, and I did put the title of the episode. So a lot of them are about comparison, but I was thinking like later on, I was like, you know, let's just do like an advice column at the end of the month. So um, I'm just going to kind of like roll through some of your questions. I'll answer a couple of them and just kind of like give you guys my advice like as a big sister as a health coach as a college gal as just lily in general so let's go ahead and start the little q a portion of this episode ariel asks how to deal with feeling lost in college getting internships getting a job not having the right friend group etc so i think when it comes to college there are certain expectations and certain like checks in the boxes that we feel like we have to fulfill and especially now more than ever I think a lot of those barriers are being broken down just because there's no longer a certain path that we have to follow and obviously you know in order to be out in the real world you have to have a job that's just how it works but there's not a certain path that you have to follow and obviously I did not follow the normal path and that's okay. If you're feeling lost in college, just know that you're not alone. Time is probably your best tool right now. Just keep exploring. I mean, I don't know if you're a senior right now and you're like applying to jobs and you feel like, you know, nothing good is really, you know, coming in and you just feel like lost in that direction. Or I don't know if you're a freshman and you're just like worrying ahead of time. But I would say unless you're a senior, don't stress about jobs after college. Enjoy your time right now. Just be where you are right now. Don't worry about the future in that sense. So I don't know necessarily like where you are in life or like to the extent of which you feel lost or to the extent of which you are stressing, but just know that also, okay, I think it's a little bit crazy that you ask 17, 18 year olds to pick a college. (laughs) Okay, guys, this is the crazy part. We give 18 year olds like a $250,000 loan basically to go to college But in order to buy a house for like $250,000, you have to get approved. You have to like prove that you make X amount of money a year. Like to get a mortgage, essentially, you have to like show all these documents. It's such a long and tedious process. To go to college, they're like, yeah, sure, here you go. Like that's a big responsibility to take on. And we ask 17 or 18 year olds to do that. And then pick a major, pick what they want to do for the rest of their lives. Like, that's a little bit twisted. If you're feeling, like, unfulfilled, just know that that's okay. Because the college system, I think, is shifting right now, now more than ever. Um, And I think that a lot of us are going to start seeing alternative options, like online school, um, in-state online school, which is what I'm doing. It's such a better alternative for me in this season of my life right now. I just think that college is is definitely definitely shifting in a different type of direction and we're going to see a lot of changes coming here very soon. How do you deal with comparing your college path to other people's college paths looking perfect? We kind of touched on this a little bit, but I think something that's really important to remember is that social media is a highlight reel and nobody is really having that much fun. I can guarantee you no one's really having that much fun my sophomore year of college if you were to have looked at my instagram you would have thought that i was having the time of my life but in reality i was struggling i was so unhappy i cried myself to sleep like every night and i was in just really bad shape not like 
physically well like yeah physically but like just mentally too I was just like in a really bad just like in bad shape just like in a bad situation but you would have never have been able to tell that from my Instagram you would have thought that I was having a blast so what do you mean they look perfect do you know that they're perfect because they're probably not perfect I guarantee you that Okay, this one kind of makes me sad, but I'll answer it. Um, it seems like everyone on social media has a best friend sibling. My sister hates me most of the time, which I'm really sorry to hear about that. That's really sad. First off, don't compare your sibling relationships to ones that you see on social media. I'm really, really grateful that my parents fostered an environment for my sisters and I to grow up being best friends. And it also just so happened that we chose to strengthen our relationships and chose to be closer to one another and chose to be friendly over like petty fights and stuff. My parents also never really put up with any bullshit. Like if we were like yelling at each other or anything like that, they'd be like, stop this. Like go to your rooms right now. Like you're not doing this. And like you, you just don't treat people like that. That was something that we learned from a very young age is that you treat people, not only people that you're living with, but people who are your family, you treat them with respect. And so that's just how, you know, my sisters and I grew up is we just chose to be friends over enemies and chose to just like let the little stuff go. Of course, we have like little stupid sister fights. Like, I mean, if you guys have a sister who you're close with, like just like over stupid stuff, like I can't even think of one because they're so dumb. Okay. Like Lexi went snooping in my room the other day and she found her birthday present. I got her a really pretty ring for her birthday and she came downstairs and we were just chatting in the kitchen and she was like I saw that ring on your desk it's so pretty and I could have been like oh my god you went snooping in my room that was supposed to be your birthday present you ruined the whole thing like I was just like oh yeah isn't it cute don't you like it she's like yeah I love it it's really adorable she had no idea or maybe she does have an idea I don't know we'll just find out in like a week if she knew that it was for her or not but I had the opportunity to choose whether I wanted to just kind of like play it off or if I wanted to be just like a bitch about it I think kind of going back to like the things that you can control versus the things that you can't control like you can control how you treat people but you can't necessarily control how other people treat you and so you know I don't necessarily know all the intricate details of your specific sibling relationship but I would say maybe a good place to start is just having a mature conversation with your sister and just be like, hey, you know, we're family. I don't necessarily love the fact that we're not close. I wish that we could be closer. Is this something that you would be interested in working on? And hopefully she'll be like, yeah, you know what? I was thinking the same thing. Just communicating how you feel and just saying, this is what I would like. And, and don't be like, you, 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 like you did this, you did that. When you did this, it made me feel like that. Like, don't, don't do that. Cause that really sets, sets things up as like a blaming point and pointing fingers type of situation. But you could just say, I feel like I would enjoy if we worked on our relationship. Don't be like, you made it this way. You made it so we aren't close. Like that's not going to go over very well. But seriously, just have that conversation and just see where it takes you. This is kind of a fun question. What's one social media platform that you could easily live without and why? I would say Facebook or Twitter because I already do live without them or Snapchat because I just don't use them. Like random people add me on Snapchat all the time and like I still have Snapchat on my phone because long story short, the way that my older sister works, sometimes it's just best for, for us to communicate on Snapchat. 
so like I, I keep Snapchat just in case like I do need to for some reason communicate like on like a Wi-Fi situation but like people will add me on Snapchat and I'm like why why bother <laughs> like I mean I don't post anything like I just don't Snapchat I have not Snapchatted someone in months and I'll just get like random like subscribers and stuff like adding me on Snapchat I'm like I'm like we're not going to communicate on here like hit me up in the dms all you want like instagram dms but like snapchat is just not it i just don't think that it's fun i think that it's kind of weird to be honest especially the snap map thing that freaks me the frick out like who like why are we okay with that why are we okay with everybody constantly seeing our location and then okay with like stalking your friends like that's just bizarre to me or like the fact that people would let like people that they've met like once or twice always have their location. Freaky. Very, very freaky. How to deal with extreme stress. I think that some people are like naturally more stressful people and I would definitely consider myself one of those people. But I think for me, something that's really been helpful is carving out time to de-stress. Like literally writing it in my schedule. Like this is my wind down time and kind of setting limits with yourself to essentially take time off. So like every evening... I typically just like to get off my phone. I'll like leave my phone upstairs. I'll go downstairs and hang out with my family in the kitchen. We'll all cook dinner. I'll just like turn on a show or like a movie downstairs and just kind of like hang out. And that'll be like my off time. And since my whole work essentially is from my phone, I find it very, very beneficial to just leave my phone behind sometimes and just go be with the people that I love. Finding something such as that to help you de-stress, to kind of create a boundary with yourself and your self-care versus your schoolwork, your job, other stressful things. That's been really, really helpful. And also making a to-do list because I think a lot of times we make it up in our head that it's going to be a lot more work, that it's going to be this very, very stressful thing. And it doesn't have to be that way. And so when you write down exactly what you have to do that day, I find it very, very beneficial to map out what you have to do that day and then check it off the list because most of the time it's not as bad as you think it's going to be. So I think that that's going to be about it for this episode. Thank you so much to everyone who submitted questions. If you guys aren't already, be sure to follow me on Instagram so you don't miss the next opportunity to submit questions for our next monthly Ask Lily series. I thought that this would be like a fun little thing to like continue doing um, since I don't think that we have like any like trends, no trends isn't the right word, any like segments or like traditions that we do on the pod. So I thought that it'd be fun to like start adding in like little traditions. I feel like the best traditions are like the ones that come naturally rather than like, I'm going to force this little segment that like no one actually likes. So that's the deal with the Q&A monthly little Q&A at the end of the pod. But I love you all so much. I really hope that you did enjoy this episode. If you did, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, give it a review, rate it, say some nice things hopefully about the pod. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram. That will be linked in the description. My Instagram handle is just at Lily Rako, or you can follow the podcast Instagram. It's 8020pod on Instagram, also linked in the show notes. And I love you all so, so much. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.